0: it is time for another launch. I know the nerves, the energy, the like, oh my gosh, another launch. But you know what? Launches can be totally hassle-free. Yeah. Take a deep breath because that is such golden information. And that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. Are you ready? We're about 38 degrees. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's my pleasure to welcome you aboard the Coaches Co-Pilot podcast today. On board this flight, we will be serving tools, tips, tricks, and strategies so you can have success working just 15 or 20 hours a week. I'm your co-pilot, Nicole Bandis, founder and CEO of Virtual A-Team, a boutique online business management agency. Now, please fasten your seatbelts and join us for this short flight to help you grow a thriving coaching business around your life. Hi, Jackie. Welcome to the show. I am so looking forward to this conversation. I know that the audience is going to just hang on every word. This is a great topic and something that at any point in time is going to be relevant. So, But my first question for you is, Jackie, who the heck are you?
1: I am Jackie Hayes. I am a certified online business manager. I partner with coaches, to create hustle-free business strategies through VIP days. And I focus mainly on launching and running group coaching programs.
0: Mm, Good stuff. So I'm curious though, how did you get started in this? So I have about 20
1: plus years of project management uh, experience in lots of different fields, including science museum to a state university. And when, uh, COVID hit, they sent us all home, and I learned that I loved working from home. When they called us back to the office, I said no, and uh, I took on the role of a virtual assistant at the time. Everybody loved my strategic skills, my planning skills, more than my task completion skills, so I transitioned into an online business manager.
0: Ah, good stuff, and that is such a a great way to do it is to really get started, uh, and so many stories around that of how COVID really changed our way of thinking of what we can do and empowered us to to be able to to have a little bit more freedom in in what we do in our in our in our ways of collecting money to pay the bills, <laughs> so. I love that. And so tell me a little bit about, um, what is a launch? Let's just kind of start there. Cause some people might not be sure. I think most people might be, but there might be you know, a few people out there that are like, I don't, I don't really know what a launch is. Most people, when they think of
1: launches, they think of the promotion because it's the external side. They see what everybody else is doing, all the emails, the social media posts, the enrollment opening, cart opening, but a launch is actually more than that. It's a planned and coordinated effort to bring your offer um, to your clients or your audience, so they can purchase it. And that includes setting your goals, figuring out how you're going to implement your offer, uh, creating the operational setups behind that, and the marketing and the promotion.
0: Yeah, there's there's just a lot that goes into a launch for sure, uh, and I think a lot of people really kind of underestimate that. Um, so do you do you use a an overall strategy? Do you use a template? Um, how do you get started with the client when they need to set up a launch?
1: So I have a VIP day that I call the Hustle-free launch VIP Day, and it is tailored to the client. So we look at their strengths, their skills, what they love to do, and we personalize their launch plan based on that. And when we look at their skills and, and their personally, that can be everything from their, you know, astrological sign, human design to their Clifton strength finders. So whatever they resonate with and they feel comfortable with, we use that to build out their launch plan.
0: Okay. Okay. So does that mean that there are going to be like certain things that maybe they'll handle and then other aspects that you or, or a team would handle? Yes. So
1: there's really three elements to a hustle-free launch. There's the harnessing your superpowers, and that's what I just talked about, understanding who you are, your core values, and how you work best. And then there is assembling your team. And that is that can be the tech that you're going to use to automate your process, and that can be the support that you need to bring on, whether that's a copywriter for your email funnel or a VA that's going to handle all these back-end uh, things that you need to do for your launch or for running your group program.
0: Okay. Okay. And so that was one that was and two. two. <laughs> the,
1: third, the third one would be to defeat your villain. I'm very superhero based. I'm a bit of a geek. And so the villain is really hustle. Uh, the hustle mindset of placing your worth in your productivity, placing your worth in the numbers. And so we really want to focus on how to set up a spacious launch timeline so that you are still well cared for throughout the launch process but also meeting other goals besides, you know, a revenue number. You know, there's lots of things to learn in a launch. A launch is really an experiment to find the right way to connect with the right audience in the way that um, works best for you and for them and with the right offer.
0: Mm, okay, I see. And I love the whole superhero thing. One of the blog articles on our website is, uh, you know, our uh, something about... Um, Shoot, now I forget the title, but it's Batman and and his Alfred, you know, and making sure that you have an Alfred because everybody needs one, and uh, so that's all good stuff. So, when somebody looks at this idea of launching, what are some of the biggest challenges that they have?
1: I think, as you kind of alluded to, it's it's kind of anxiety-inducing. I, you know, I just was speaking with a coach who's like, "Oh, I'm going to hyperventilate when I think about launches," and really, it's the mindset. You know, everybody comes to me with overwhelm or, you know, there's just too much to do or there's too much pressure or I'm going to be pushy. So there's all kinds of mindset challenges that come with that. But then on top of that, once they get over the mindset, they don't really know where to start. I work with a lot of visionaries and they have big ideas. But they're like, okay, but what's step one? And so that's one of the things that I help them with. It's figuring out what step one is all the way up to, you know, step 10, whatever they need to get them from point A to point to point Z.
0: Yeah, it's almost like having a roadmap. So, you know, you 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 have GPS on your phone to be able to tell you how to get from point A to point B. I may not have a clue living in Phoenix, Arizona, how to get to Washington, D.C. and the you know, the Washington Monument. But if I put that in my GPS, my GPS is going to tell me turn by turn how to get there. And I don't have to know how to do any of it. I just have to know how to drive the car. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so when you do these VIP days, at the end of the VIP day, Does somebody, are they set up with a launch? Are they set up with a plan? What are sort of the results of that?
1: So they are set up with a plan that they can actually use for every launch forward. So we don't necessarily... We can build it around a specific launch, but what we're really wanting to do is create something that they can replicate over and over again and maybe make a tweak here or there as they run launches and they refine their process. But we're really kind of coming up with a backbone or a blueprint that they're going to use for any one of their launches from that point forward.
0: Okay. Okay. And how long does a launch usually take? It really kind of depends.
1: There's really four stages to a launch. You got your clarity and your strategy stage, which my VAP day helps with. But that's really getting clear on your offer, what, it, uh, what audiences you're wanting to reach, who your ideal clients is, and how you're going to run that launch. And then you have connecting and nurturing. That's what a lot of people call the pre-launch, where you're finding new audiences, you're nurturing your relationships. And then you have the conversion. So that's when you're getting people into you know, the cart or enrolling. And that really kind of depends on the price point, like how long you're going to be promoting that. Because if your price point is, say, $5,000, you want to make sure that people have time to budget for that. You have a program that's $297, you may not need as much time because that's something that a lot of people can still come up with. So how long you run that promotional conversion stage is really kind of dependent on the price point. And then how long you keep your cart open kind of depends on how long you can hold the energy and uh, go through the mental spiral that often happens with a launch. I usually suggest seven to 10 days because you have early adopters and you have late adopters, but usually the middle is crickets. And so if you decide that you're gonna have a cart open for a month, you may have 28 days of nothing happening and you're gonna have that spiral going in your head of, oh, my offer is horrible. I don't know what I'm doing. You don't need that. So just do seven to 10 days and you're good. (laughs)
0: Uh, that's good to know. But, um, it, and I want to just clarify for everybody, seven to 10 days is just the amount of time that the course cart. is, the cart yeah. is open. This right. could take two months. It might take six months to, uh-huh. to really build up to that. I mean, and I say that because we have had clients come in and say, Hey, I've got 30 days to launch this product. And I'm like, Right. (laughs) That's probably not going to happen. Um, you know, so, so just to be realistic, if you have it on your calendar for three months at a minimum, I would say is kind of a reasonable timeline, but, but probably often more time than that would be beneficial. Yeah.
1: For all four, all It really kind of depends on your existing audience size. If you mm-hmm. really need to build an audience, you're going to need to have those four stages over a much longer time, like you said, six months, because you need to build the audience that is going to be purchasing. If you have a large audience, you can probably narrow that down just a little bit. But I recommend with my VIP day that they have at least uh, 10 weeks prior to the the date they want to actually launch or, or open that cart when we meet. Uh, anything shorter than that, they're not going to be able to really use the full strategy. They're going to just kind of be picking and choosing. We're going to figure out what's best for this time. What's the essential, but to get the full benefit of the strategy that we build out in that VIP day, definitely 10 to 12 weeks, at least if they have yeah. a
0: decent size audience
1: and decent yeah. is relative to the person.
0: Absolutely. And the yeah, needs that sure. they have
1: with their audience.
0: So how many signups they really want to get for the program, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So what are some of the mistakes that you see people making in launches?
1: I I think what you said right there of saying, oh, in 30 days, uh, not giving (laughs) themselves enough time. And not just because you need to, you know, talk with your audience about your offer, but life happens. Even during a launch, you're going to end up with COVID. Your kid's going to end up with COVID. Somebody at your kid's school is going to end up with COVID. So your kid gets sent home and needs to be homeschooled. Life happens. And so if you don't give yourself plenty of time you're you're going to be stressed and it's going to be grueling and you're going to feel burnt out. If you want it to be hustle free, if you want it to be spacious, you need to give yourself time. And I think that is probably the number one thing that I see.
0: Yeah, I can see that for sure. And that's one of the benefits of planning out your annual calendar ahead of time and not kind of coming at a launch from a place of desperation. Like I need to get more people signed up into my programs. I'm going to do a launch and I need to do it in 30 days because I need to pay my rent next month. Um, you know, certainly that happens, but that's probably not the best approach. You're not going to be coming at it with your best mindset and attitude and the results are going to lag significantly. And then you're going to get into this vicious spiraling cycle of, should I be doing this business anyway? And nobody wants to go through that.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And I think another one that
1: I see often is that people tend to overcomplicate things. Do it as simple as you can. Do the essential Uh, If you know that your audience is, say, on Instagram, then focus your efforts on Instagram. And if you're able to do emails or you're able to be on LinkedIn, that's great. But figure, figure out what the essential thing is, figure out where your audience is, figure out the essential steps that you need to do to onboard your client. If you want to add more to that, great, but make sure you have the essentials figured out first.
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer in the minimum viable product and get something out there and test it out first, and then you can expand on it and grow. And when you have more time and you've seen that some of the the basics work, you know, if you've created a a five email sequence that seems to be working okay, then the next time around, you can add two or three more emails to that sequence to, you know, build up the nurturing or whatever the case may be. But start with the minimum so that you at least start, you know, because I think analysis paralysis breaks in and a lot of people get stuck there too. Yes, definitely. And
1: I know a lot of coaches, just the word launch, they, they have such resistance to it. They have such paralysis with that, that they actually find ways, mental gymnastics is what I call it, to, to launch without launching. And I have to point out to them that I'm like, okay, what you've decided to do is launch all the time instead of actually (laughs) just having a time frame.
0: (laughs) This is an evergreen product. This is not a launch product. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, And that almost kind of brings up a little bit of um, another question in a slightly different direction. What is the benefit of a launch over an evergreen product?
1: I think it really depends on your product. Uh, As a coach, a lot of times you are launching your offer, which is coaching for however long those packages are. So for one-on-one coaching, you kind of are doing an evergreen or you're, you know, waiting until contracts are maybe ending and then you'll kind of really do a lot of promotion during those times. That's kind of an evergreen. But if you're doing something along the lines like a group program, a lot of times you have a start and an end date. And so that's going to require a launch because Mm. you have people when you want them to be enrolled. Uh, and then you have, you know, a cutoff date because the program is about to start.
0: Yeah. And when we talk, uh, you know, to our coaches, we talk about, you know, building in vacation time. So this is a great way to build in that vacation time. You know, once your launch is is done or just before you start a launch, that's a great time to take your vacation. So you build that into your calendar at the same time.
1: Yeah. One of the things we do uh, is to build in a self-care plan for the launch mm-hmm. so that they make sure that they are taking care of themselves throughout the launch. And that's based on how they normally would enjoy doing self-care. If there's somebody who loves to meditate, then how are you going to make sure that you get meditation in? If they don't like meditating, then we'll find whatever it is that they like to do. But we also build that self-care into that plan. And I do have a client who plans three weeks of vacation after cart closes, like literal vacation. I'm off the, you know, I'm traveling, I've turned off email, you know, all those things. She takes two to three weeks after every cart close.
0: Yeah, so smart. And and smart to have somebody that can respond to a lot of those um urgent last minute questions so you're not feeling like you have to be um right there and fully 100% on. You do have time to have that space because if you're having to answer every question, every email, every, you know, phone call, then while at the same time still managing the launch at the same time, that is draining. And that's why, you know, we still hear some of these experts that are out in the world saying, you know what, after a launch, I am completely spent. It's like bring in more ways to build in that self-care so that you're not spent at the end. I love that you add that. Uh, That's so important. So I have some amazing in-flight snap questions that I love to ask all my guests. And these are just rapid fire, quick response, just to see who you are and what you're about. And then we'll find out more ways that we can uh, learn about this amazing program that you have. So Jackie, the first question is, how do you define success?
1: I define success by the amount of freedom that I've created in my life. So, you know, freedom to choose how my day goes, freedom to choose who I work with or how I work with them freedom to take time off, uh, freedom to you know send my kid on a trip with me to Costa Rica, whatever it happens to be, but the amount of freedom that I've created in my life.
0: Nice, nice. And what was or will be the first thing that you delegate in your business?
1: So the very first thing that I delegated was the production of my podcast, Here's What I Learned. I found I was spending a lot of time doing editing and the editing of transcripts all that time I could have been doing, you know, working with clients or developing offers. So that was the very first thing that I, I offloaded onto somebody else.
0: And making money doing those things instead of, yes, <laughs> very smart. If you could take a four-week vacation, where would you go or what would you do?
1: I would take a very slow drive from Monterey, California, up to the Canadian border, and then back, back down to Seattle.
0: On the Pacific Coast Highway?
1: Yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> Very good. We're actually my husband and I are going to do part of the Pacific Coast Highway next year um from uh from San Francisco, Napa Valley area up to um forks, but then we're kind of deviating over to um do Idaho and then mm-hmm. Yellowstone and all that kind of stuff. It'll be about eight weeks on the road. So uh yes, I, I know the value of taking vacations <laughs> for sure. <laughs> So Jackie, where can the audience learn more about your VIP days and what it is that you offer? Uh, They can find my website at Jackie, and that's just with an I,
1: haze.me. And while they're there, they can sign up for my weekly email newsletter that goes out. I love sending out tips and lessons uh, each week. And I also send out a monthly full business review behind the scenes of my business, revenue numbers, operating
0: expenses numbers my mindset, all of those things. So that's at JackieHayes.me. Very good. And if somebody happens to find you on social media, what are they going to learn about Jackie that is sole and separate from Jackie's business?
1: Uh, That I'm obsessed with my 40 plus chickens.
0: Chickens. Oh gosh. (laughs) That's a lot of chickens pecking around. (laughs) I had 70
1: at one point in time.
0: So wow.
1: 40 feels very much uh, manageable now. Very after doable. After the 70. Yeah. Yes. And what do you do with all those eggs? Uh, we sell them. We eat them. We give them to family members. So Heck I started with, with six chickens and it quickly just boom. So... <laughs>
0: With the price of eggs these days, you got to be making a killing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Jackie. I know you've got some great resources on your website and everybody can connect to you there. We will, of course, put all of that in the show notes. And I really strongly recommend you listeners out there to go find this because launches are no joke and they don't have to be overwhelming, They, but they will take up a considerable process. So have a process in place to get them done because when you do, it's like, ah, this is a no-brainer. It's totally hassle-free, as Jackie says. Uh, And for those of you out there, we would love to hear what you think. What is your launch? If you've got a launch going on or one coming up soon hashtag CoachesCopilot and tell us about your launch so we can check you out on social media, find out what you've got going on, and connect with you out on the web. Stay tuned next week for another awesome flight of Coaches Copilot. We look forward to seeing you there. Thanks so much. We thank you for flying with us today. We truly appreciate your business and look forward to serving you on a future flight.